your martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now... Call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. This one's a little tougher to, to start with for some reason. I guess because like there's no real major theme between the two movies we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about two snakes. movies. Snakes. <laughs> snakes. Yeah. I mean, besides that, that's kind of a lame, lameish way to like, tie in. The no. Movies, but... I mean, how else were, would we tie this yeah. together? That that's why I thought maybe we could kind of combine the two into an episode because snakes, yeah, snake snakes. eyes, and snake heads. Hydra, Sna- Hydra. snakeheads. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Fine. That will be our intro. <laughs> we couldn't think of something a little bit more witty, clever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're talking about two movies today. I think primarily we're going to talk about one, and then if we have time or if we feel um, the other one deserves a little bit more attention, we can eventually talk about uh, the lesser of the two movies, Snake Eyes, <laughs> uh, because uh, yeah, I guess everyone knows about Snake Eyes because that. Both these movies were released this year. Uh, Hydra. Well, and... Hydra came out in like 2019. Then it played uh, the film festivals and then it went dark. Mm-hmm. I couldn't like a lot of people online were like constantly questioning, when is this movie coming out? When is it, you know, when is it getting American distribution? And then eventually I think what happened is Haya picked it up. And mm. well, Wellgo and Haya, I think they it, well it went on Haya. Wellgo picked it up and you know released it. This came out in July, I think, this year. Right. I've been wanting to watch this for so long. I've just been putting it back and putting it back. I thought maybe we could talk about it for Japanuary, but we're not going to do Japanuary this uh, year. Next no, year. we have another theme. Well, yeah, we stay, have a different stay tuned. Theme. Yeah, so stay tuned. So I was like, all right, well, I I really want to watch this because I I was really anticipating it. And I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this film, but I don't know if it warrants a full episode. Yes. So, ergo, why we have to t- cover two movies today. I guess since you talked about Hydra a little bit, uh, we can discuss The Other Elephant in the Room, a movie that uh, most people know that came out this year, Snake Eyes, another uh, installment in the G.I. Joe franchise that everybody loves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that one uh, has been touted to be like a martial arts affair. And after watching it, I guess the only question I have is, did you guys watch the same movie as I did? Because this movie's a fucking train wreck. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe, maybe that might be a little exa- hyperbolic, but... Right. Uh, it's, yeah. it's not what you would expect it to be because of like the casting... And the action director attached to it. I mean, like they got Iko Weiss, they got um, Andrew Koji, famous mm-hmm. from Warrior, and then uh, crap, I always forget his Henry name. Golding, famous well, from the other not... action movie, Last Christmas. I was gonna say Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians for sure. <laughs> Mostly known for rom coms. Like that's the the most obvious uh, transition is to into action as the lead of a martial arts movie. Um. The right, boy. but uh, uh, yeah. so um, the other the other famous one would be uh, Kenji Tanagaki, mm-hmm. who did the you know action direction, fight coordination, coordination, 
uh, most notable for the Veroni Kenshin films. Right, right. And he did uh, he did uh, Veroni Kenshin uh, the final this year, and that has like hands down one of my favorite fights from twenty twenty one, and then going into this movie Snake Eyes, I think my expectations were a little high. Yep. But oh boy, like what happens? I I just don't understand. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I guess we can talk about that a little bit further when we talk about that uh, in specifics. But I kind of, I, I don't know. I, I, I want, I kind of want to go about this episode in particular and just focus primarily on Hydra because if we're talking sure, about sure. what is a martial arts movie, that one, when it comes down to the fight scenes, is definitely oh, you yeah. know a pretty yeah. good quality acting you know, martial arts like. Even though I would say about ninety percent of the movie is very slow, nothing going on, right? And that's okay with me. I'm actually, I kind of weirdly enough enjoyed that aspect of the movie, and I know that you were not too, uh, you know, happy with that initially, right? Yeah, when I first watched it, I was, oh man, it's, it, it's like you're just there in real time with these characters listening to these conversations and it doesn't feel like it's moving the story forward. You're in a bar with people talking about their lives and their yep. relationship problems <laughs> and wondering why the, the cook is so silent and cold and everything is so dry. Yep. It, it, it feels very flat at times too. Mm -hmm. And I'm the whole time I was like, man, like when are we going to get to the action? Like, I I can't just sit here and watch these characters like sit at a bar and talk, you know. Like yeah. I wanted something else going on. Well, yeah, the action does happen. Fifty minutes into the movie, and <laughs> right. even though the movie's only seventy-seven minutes long, the oh, God, action yeah, doesn't the movie's happen. So short too, and it and it felt so long to me. Uh, the first yeah, watch, okay. anyway. The, okay. the second watch, I was a little more forgiving. I was like, all right, yeah. all right, I know we're. I know where this is going. I could try to look at the nuances of the performances and, you know, try to extrapolate maybe some other things from it. But yeah, second second watch was a little better for me. Yeah, um, that's funny. Like, I, I, okay, I, I watched it twice already, and I think that both times I generally did enjoy the film. Um, it is slow. You're absolutely right about there. There's no denying that. But uh, I I didn't mind that aspect of it where it felt like you were just a part of the like the, the day in the lives of all these uh, particular characters and there isn't really much of a story <laughs> like well, like for the I'll, most so part I'll disagree I'll disagree with you there because the, at first the beginning you think that there's not really a story because they they lure you in mm -hmm. with like a hit job and this guy comes in he cleans up the hit job and you're like ooh like what's going on. Right. You know, hard cut to bar life with these, you know, uh, patrons and workers at a bar and you're just going on with their nightly routine. And mm -hmm. I'm like, where is this going? What what is going on? Can we can we go back to that other thing, please? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, yeah, like, I, I don't know, like, even though it did start off kind of strong with the action, like, like just there's a little bit of a tease. Um, once it gets to the, the slower aspects of it, I think it kind of does lull you into it a little <clears> bit, and you, you're basically kind of with them for a little while. The the, the few characters that we set up, uh, the lead character played by um, 
Masanori Mamimoto, um, who was in Bushido Man, uh, Aliens vs. Ninjas, classic. Yeah, we've covered him a couple times. I, yeah, I yeah, really like, I really like him as a performer. Yeah, a- for sure. You know, a- acting-wise, uh, I mean, he mainly does these types of action films, so right. he is so subdued in this movie. He is not, he's not doing anything. He is the That's epitome fine. of silent protagonist. He, like, yeah. barely says anything the whole movie. And I kind of like that. Um, I mean, I, he doesn't need to. It's it's weird for these kind of roles. Like for some actors, it's like it it shows off their chops by being as subdued as possible. They don't have to do too much. Um, but it's like a radically different different performance than he did in either of those movies. He's not a he's not a wacky uh, ninja fighting an alien, a, a, a rapey alien, or and he's not a he's not a yakuza. So he's right. he's a very like he's supposed to be like an old grizzled uh, retired assassin in this movie, and he you know it's supposed to be weird when he smiles. It's like it gives <clears> off <throat> creeps for yeah. the other characters in the movie. Um, so it plays a very different performance. I thought he did a pretty damn good job in, in the movie, um, and that's mostly what I'll say like in terms of the positives. Uh, you know, like I I liked I kind of liked that it was just like a day in the life kind of these characters, and it really isn't much different in settings you know like there's only like a couple set pieces throughout the whole movie uh mostly like a lot of things take place inside that bar or like right around that bar um but my major complaint with the movie is that it's incomplete the movie's not finished or like the final the final product looks like like there's another act that's missing yeah i was i was gonna say this this kind of reminded me of contracts mm-hmm. where that felt like a short film that they added a lot of stuff onto to make the you know the movie length 70 yep. minutes 90 minutes whatever mm-hmm. this feels like that too like they had a great they had a bunch of great fights and you know a very small story and then they're they're just dogpiling onto it with with extraneous stuff that doesn't even make it feel complete yeah because all that all those revelations that happened at the end of this movie when they start revealing some things about characters and whatnot. I was like, wait, what? Like, what? Where? <laughs> what is? What is this? What? Like, why? Why now? Like, all the way at the end. Right. It right. feels like they're teasing for a sequel mm. because maybe they didn't have enough to shoot more story to, you know, expand on on the plot. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I. You know, it's funny. I feel like the movie. It feels like they actually had a working script. And they only filmed and shot and edited like two thirds of the movie. Because by the end of the film, I feel it feels like a second act of another movie, right? Because he fights the. Um, I mean, there's, let's just kind of like not even mince words. There's only like two real fights in the movie. There's like a couple yeah. little scuffles, uh, like as flashbacks, yeah, uh, like in the in the movie. But there's only two fights uh, in <coughs> in it, and it's with the same bad guy. Uh, who's like did you catch his name i did not fighter i I did not i was was looking for it so i couldn't find him (laughs) i'm i want to say maybe he's one of the the action choreographers who Mm. uh now hiro uh kawamoto Mm -hmm. is one of the um the action directors i i did a search for him i can't find a face Mm. to attach it so the toothbrush fighter in yep. that small fight. That's the director. Oh, okay. 
Gotcha. Uh, yeah, that's Ken- the director. Kensuke Sonomura. Uh, yeah. Sonomura. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. That, that was that was an interesting fight. It was really short. Yeah, yeah really short. Uh, just um, gotta, you know, maybe a little <laughs> bit of a, a talk about that. You know, like when we get to the action segment of it. If you listen to us yeah. on Patreon. <laughs> but yeah i could yeah. not find that guy's name because i wanted to i i don't know what to call him when we're going to talk about him in the fight the knife only <laughs> the knife guy the only reference i had was his boss thought he smelled bad so i was like i guess he's smelly guy smelly man <laughs> <laughs> smelly man yeah i i do yeah there's really um well that, that's what i was gonna say like yeah once he gets defeated it almost feels like it, there should be like another person after that. It just feels like he's like a mini boss or like, yeah, obviously he puts up a, a, a pretty admirable fight for the main character and the other characters in the movie. Uh, but he doesn't feel like the app, you know, entree it feels like an appetizer for something bigger. Right. Well, even, even the story feels the, like that. Yeah. Considering the comp, how complicated that last fight is, it feels like the final fight to me. But what happens is he gets away and the main character goes after him, and and you think, oh, okay, there's going to be a final confrontation, yep. mm-hmm. and it never happens. Yep. And I think that's why I'm feeling, oh, some something is missing from this movie. Yes, right? yes. And then, and I mean, not to spoil the literal ending of it, but it just kind of ends on a note where it's like, oh, that's it. It, it feels like there's a, there's like missing scenes that to bridge the gap yeah. between uh, when that the villain leaves and when we get to the final. Uh, literal scene of the movie um so yeah i mean that, that's my only complaint like the, the biggest complaint with the, the film is like yes it's slow but it, it feels warranted but then when we get to the final act it's like oh it's all action it's relatively short in the grand scheme of things and there should be a better resolution or like final final act and you never get it so it, it's just, it just feels kind of incomplete um yeah. and i don't know if they need to set up a sequel i mean when all is said and done, I'm kind of just happy with the movie, but it it does feel like there's there was more that they just missed out on. Yeah. Yeah. So but, should um, we elaborate on the story? Do you feel we got we got the story in there? We oh, got it in there. Do, right? do you want to do the story, Zero? Because uh, it's out of that. Or you do Snake Eyes story. <laughs> <laughs> so it's your it's your oh, call. God. Uh, so um, uh, Masanori Mimoto is the cook at a bar. And the bartender is kidnapped, and so he has to save her. That's like the very, very, very basic, simplest wow. plot but, ever. But that doesn't happen until the like the forty minute mark. <laughs> I know, I know. We get like slice of life stuff going on. Yep. What it's like to work at a bar. Yeah, we get flashbacks easy. of why he's there working with the bartender. They they elaborate on her her missing father he's kind of there to help out because he's missing for you know reasons i won't yep. spoil it but um yeah and uh, then there's they go into a little bit of his backstory where he's like some kind of kind of like a former hitman mm-hmm. like the, the tokyo life foundation or organization or something like that but yep. then there's also a dueling hit organization like a bunch of assassins that will also take people out for money, and they they kind of butt heads and. <laughs> oh, now now like you're reading too deep into that. I was getting kind of confused at the end. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, you what don't have to worry about to that. This? Yeah. 
You don't have to I'm worry about sure. that. <laughs> no, yeah, he, but they're the, they, they turn out to be the main protagonist, though, that, that dueling assassin group, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. And, you know, again, like, you don't have to worry about all that. You know, like, like sure. But, yeah. but basically, the, the gist of it, you, you basically explained out. And that's what you need for, for to understand the movie. And I think it's it's a really well paced movie. Like it explains it pretty well. Uh, I mean, if you're kind of impatient, like you know, I, I'm sure like you, you yourself like didn't fully appreciate that the first time. You can totally skip to the 50 minute mark and and just watch <laughs> the action. Um, well, so- I, I get what they're doing. They're trying to make you like these characters and understand them so that when he goes to save her, you root for him. Very right. very basic story. Yeah telling stuff but mm-hmm. w- when you watch it you definitely feel it's slow and mm-hmm. i just didn't know where it was going right. that's 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 what that was my issue i was like oh they're going into him cooking now <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I didn't mind all that stuff for some reason it, the movie mm-hmm. you know it, it it's it set everything up so that i guess by the time we get to the action it like really elevates it and yeah. this is normally where we get to the action segment of the program but uh, let's talk a little bit about Snake Eyes. Just a little bit. Sure. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. I, I don't know about you, Zero. I don't think I want to break down any of the action in Snake Eyes because my general consensus would be like the same complaints of every fight scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think when we, if we were to break down, like go fight by fight, you know, action scene by action scene, I would just be saying like, "What happened? Like, what?" Happened <laughs> yeah, here? I don't understand. Did, uh, did you happen we'll to see the? A... Sorry, did you happen to see the previs of that movie? Like, just watching them, you know, like I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. some people were posting previs because because I, I believe universally the action, you know, the action scene on Twitter or mm-hmm. Reddit, everyone just kind of hates this movie, right? Because you know, everyone <laughs> loves Kenji Tanagaki's work. Mm-hmm. in Rony Kenshin and to see what happened here it's it's uh, it almost looks like a phoned in uh, choreography set piece from him like wow. like he hadn't like he wasn't even doing it yeah I don't, that's I don't, a great I don't way know. to I don't understand. It. no but you're right it, it really does feel like okay so I, as much as I admire watching you know an actor learn the choreography and like learning enough to perform on screen when they're actually have to, they can't hide their face um, yeah, I do appreciate that stuff. I and mean, I feel like a lot of us action heads, we, we like that, you know, seeing Henry Golding learning, you know, just a, a, tip, a, a, sing, a very simple display of choreography with a sword and such. Um, that stuff is, you know, admirable. Um, but in terms of like, let's talk about the choreography and the composition and all those things. Um, even the choreography itself, like the actual hand-to-hand combat or the weaponry, um, nothing nothing in even in the previs really like stood out to me like it was like no, yeah no, this is very impressive even with the stunt work you know like the, the stunt people they had in like real professionals like nothing here is noteworthy here um and i don't i don't mean to be like super hard on the movie but uh yeah like when you said phoned in i'm like wow that's a great way to describe it it just feels <laughs> kind of half-assed and that's my way of being more critical <laughs> Right. It's it's interesting because the cynic in me was expecting a giant CGI, you know, visual mess at the end, like all mm-hmm. action movies end up, you know, some sort of big weapon or something. Right. And uh, surprisingly, it keeps it close to the ground. 
minus the three giant anacondas <laughs> at the end. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> uh, but, but right, yeah. At least the movie did that. It it didn't go overboard with the CGI. Like I appreciate some of that action where. Uh, I guess the biggest action set piece was probably the um, when they're fighting on, on the, the truck that that on, on the highway that's carrying the cars and whatnot. And yeah, when you look at the previs, they they really shot some of that live. They had that empty highway, and then for obviously when they needed to get the faces, they're on green screen. That you know that's fine. I understand. Right, right, right. But um, yeah, just yeah. like that's a great set piece when you think about it. But then when you look at the visual execution. There's not really anything exciting about it. It doesn't feel dangerous. Yeah, Everything feels very you know, safe. Well, there's no intensity in the film, and, and like there's, it just feels like there's just the right amount of, um, like wire work just to keep every all the stunt people like floaty enough in order for there to really take away a lot of the impact. And also, I mean, we're we're we're, we're targeting a PG thirteen demographic, right? I mean, this is a GI Joe installment right so we kind of have to play it safe so a lot of the violence is like super toned down it's like very blunt very uh like 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 a blunted sword kind of effect you know like it doesn't (laughs) nothing ever feels like it's too um gritty or too uh, realistic everything feels a little bit more um like muted in terms of the action um it's it's a, a little bit harder to describe but nothing ever feels like there's like a real direness or intensity to things like people are just moving on screen well it's kind of strange because people do get stabbed in this movie so Mm -hmm. you have moments where people are fighting and it's just like oh i'm slicing and guys go flying right very unrealistic but then there are there are very clear moments visually clear moments where a blade goes into a body and the camera is not like pulling away like it's it, there's intention behind it and right. so is that is that because pg-13 or is it because the the action director and the the camera operator just didn't mesh well because <laughs> you think it was i hated i hated the visuals like i hated just how the camera's like way too overactive not like not like earthquake shaky cam but he's just like whoa what's oh, going yeah. on over here oh, uh, oh that's one thing i wanted to bring up too mm-hmm. you ever notice in snake eyes when when fights begin, the camera like will pan away to something else, and Ugh. you'll just hear fighting going on in the background. I was like, "No, yes, it is pan a- back down. Show me those fights." I-, I made a note about this on my phone when I was watching this movie for the second time, which I cannot believe I watched it for a second time. By the way, this movie is incredibly boring, more so than Hydra, um, at least in my opinion. But anyways, uh, my my general complaint, and I was gonna keep this in the action segment but maybe we could break it down later uh it's like the movie when it comes to action it never focuses on the right things never it's like every time a fight scene's about to like as soon as it starts it immediately cuts to something wrong it's like it's objectively wrong it's like immediately cuts to like oh okay well let's have an example uh scarlet or whatever the, the 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 white girl's name is in the movie um yeah scarlet yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know GI Joe, but yeah, Scarlet. Uh, she has a fight scene. As soon as she throws, like, takes out the weapons and starts smacking the guys, immediately cuts to another scene, another location with Henry Golding, Andrew Koji, and um, the other female lead um, actress in the movie, and they're just talking. Like, what are you doing? 
there's a fight scene. Why are you cutting? Like, I, I, yeah. I get it. We want to uh, provide character exposition, explain the, like what, who this person is. Do that later or do that before, whatever. Like these should not be happening inter like at the same time, because what's ended up happening is what you just described. You just hear sound effects of people fighting, but you don't see the fighting. So uh, that's just like one egregious example. And just, it happens in every fight in this movie. Yeah, Every minus... fight has like something weird that it, it almost like they don't want to show you the action. It, yeah. it feels like they're, they're cutting around it intentionally because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Even, even uh, the movie does some things that are your typical action tropes, like, which are, you know, like for, say for example, in the first real fight scene, uh, Andrew Koji and Henry Golding, they're, they're cornered inside a warehouse and there's just a whole bunch of dudes like they're just swarming them and we're building the intensity. We're building out the, uh, the tension and as soon as Andrew Koji takes out the swords and is about to, you know, go whoop ass on them, it just cuts to Henry Golding. And just like as soon as Henry Golding's about to like ramp it up too, it cuts back to Andrew Koji. Like it will never get to a point where it'll, uh, like one particular fight portion will get to like its peak. Like by the time it starts to ramp up, it just cuts to the next part and it loses all momentum. And like it's just it's just a constant recurring theme throughout the whole movie and there isn't a single action moment in the movie that doesn't do that and it gets really tiring it's like I, I never felt like there was ever a reason to really enjoy these action scenes there's nothing to really appreciate because the movie doesn't let you <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I i like i said i don't <laughs> i don't understand what 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 happened here yeah yeah um do you want to I- try take a crack at the story for snake oh, eyes oh boy yeah i mean maybe maybe this will be the the nail on the coffin and then maybe we don't have to talk about it cuz uh sure but yeah the plot uh god zero did you watch any of the gi joe movies cuz uh this yeah, is my first all one oh uh, yeah are they good yeah I, i'm a gi joe fan yeah growing oh, up oh okay and i like I... snake eyes because he's a he's a ninja in all black armor okay all right you know? so and he doesn't talk what's not to love oh okay so they already fucked up with this movie <laughs> that that's true they did fuck up he, he talks a lot in this movie okay so l- let's leave it to the guy who knows nothing about gi joe to explain this gi joe Ooh, movie yeah. okay uh so there's uh after the events of crazy rich asians uh the lead actor from that movie comes and uh he grows up from a little boy after witnessing his father get shot and murdered. Uh, and he grows up to become a fighter in seeking, in seeking vengeance for his father's death. So he goes a very, does a very roundabout way of like getting help from some guy who is, who turns out obviously to be the main bad guy of the movie, uh, who gives him an assignment. The assignment is to infiltrate this like ninja clan and retrieve an artifact from them. Uh, basically like infiltrating them by gaining their trust and basically deceiving them. Yep. Oh, I guess I just explained it. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, there's GI Joe. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it's not supposed to be about GI Joe really, but Mm -hmm. GI Joe is in the background because Hey, Cobra turns out to be technically the real villain, but not really. So yeah, yeah, I don't, Cobra, Cobra Kai. I don't know. I, I never. I don't know anything about GI Joe. <laughs> um, 
yeah, that that's the that's the story. Uh, I will say Henry Golding. Uh, he's okay. I don't I don't know if he has enough to carry this movie. Um, for, uh, like as a whole, I think his mm-hmm. his performance is very like lackluster. Um, and, and like not to be you know like uh, extremely like, like mean or anything like that. It's just like nothing about his performance from an action standpoint or performance standpoint like really stood out to me. Uh, I thought Andrew Koji was pretty good. He was hamming it up a little bit. I was hoping for a little bit more action from him, um, and not that's not a a diss on his uh, physicality or his ability as a martial artist. It's just like the movie doesn't do a good job showing him off, and that's like well, my I biggest... mean, the movie has Eco Wise once again yeah. an American production completely dropping the ball on Eco. Oh, like, boy. man, this guy has. He needs to stop doing American movies because they just keep on wasting him. I, <laughs> oh, it's so frustrating. Um, yeah, we we made this mention before. It's like sometimes uh, you ha- we have these martial arts artists, especially the modern ones, where like we- they become like legendary status, but it actually turns out like they just kind of hit gold with the the act the the filmmakers that they're working with. Like for example, uh, Eco really did well with gareth evans obviously right it's like all those uh you know like raid movies like it's just like a per- perfect pairing i haven't i've yet to see like eco really get to that level uh outside of like working collaborating with him um and in this movie that's like perfect example because they really squander him like <laughs> completely well he's not he's not supposed to be like you know the main character so he's, he's not he, they give him they give him some fighting because it's fucking eco wise, but even the main characters don't get great fight scenes. That's that's mm-hmm. the problem, right? So yep. it's like, you know, give eco something to do. They give him a few fights, yep. and they're just very forgettable. But then with the main char- characters, it should be like, okay, we'll give them the best fights, mm-hmm. and even those are just like, bleh. so well, I don't know. I just don't know. Well, with Eco, I think it's more obvious with Eco, right? Um, because we all have seen like how he fights in like Marantau with the Raid movies, uh, and even you know his Netflix uh, movies. Uh, like you know, it's 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 you know, like his his way of fighting. Um, this movie, like they kind of like give him a different fighting style. He's very like floaty, like very like fluid, and he moves like water kind of approach. Uh, especially in his introductory fight where he's like sparring with um uh henry, henry golding Boy. yeah uh, and like that's not how he fights like at all it, it, it just feels really unnatural for him to move like that and uh, it doesn't i don't believe it like it's just not his 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 style so uh yeah that's what i mean why like when i say that they squandered him and uh i don't know how much of warrior you've watched zero but i think <laughs> Andrew Co- Andrew Koji, who's the lead actor uh, in that movie, in that show, uh, you know, I, I've only seen two, three episodes of that, and you know, I think he he does a pretty admirable job, like kind of like emulating like Bruce Lee's like Jeet Kune Do, like very aggressive style. Um, so like I think that like that works to his in his favor in that show. Um, but here it's like uh, again, like you like what you said before, they don't even give the main characters enough to do or like make them look good. And that's very true for this movie. Like, I feel like Andrew Koji is like, you, if you didn't know he was a martial artist, you wouldn't know that in this movie, like after watching it, because they, they give him the same bland choreography as they do everyone else. 
Yeah, yeah, they don't do anything special with it. And I always, with Henry Golding, like I know he's not a trained martial artist, so I'm, mm-hmm. I was trying to be more forgiving with this stuff. Right, right. And then with Andrew Koji, I thought, okay, well, you know, I thought he would be able to hold longer takes. Mm-hmm. They, would, they, would, they wouldn't edit him as much, and they would give him more complicated things to do. Mm-hmm. And that's just not the case. It's, it's fine. It gets the point across if you're looking at it as a fight scene, but it's mm-hmm. nothing interesting. It's nothing like that I even want to talk about almost. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, we can wrap up the Snake Eyes <coughs> portion of this, and we talk about something a little bit happier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, one thing that really bothered me about Snake Eyes is it, it's just, it's, it suffers the same problem that you can have with Hydra, which is it's very slow, at least in my opinion. But my biggest complaint with the movie is how how they don't make Snake Eyes seem like a very competent fighter throughout the whole movie. And by the end of the movie, I feel like he's not a good fighter at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be a brawler because he grew up, you know, doing underground fighting. Mm-hmm. My understanding was him learning from this clan is supposed to kind of discipline him mm. and, like you said, maybe make him a better fighter. But I, yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't feel like he got better through those fights. Yeah. It, I don't think he learned anything. He learned <laughs> uh, how to get water splashed on his face. <laughs> yeah, by the end of the movie, I, I don't believe that he's a better he, he, like, he didn't learn anything. There was no lesson learned, really. Like, not really. Uh, like, yeah, he learned to spare his father's killer. But, like, outside of that, he, he, there wasn't much character development. But also, as a, from a fighting standpoint, I didn't feel like he was much that much fighter, better of a fighter in general. Like, yeah, he held his own. But, like, there wasn't, a, there wasn't anything to, like, really show that progression. And at the end, he was kind of getting his ass kicked. So, uh, I, I don't... I don't really feel like he was that good of a fighter at the end of the movie, and I don't want to feel that way about my hero in the movie. The main character, yeah, like he goes yeah. through, he literally goes through trials, and he practically fails them all. He he does <laughs> fail the last one actually. Yeah. Oh, actually, that is like kind of the catalyst for the the the, the final like yeah. things to get rolling into the third act. He fails the test. Yeah. So I guess that's why he doesn't get better. He didn't learn anything. Yeah, what what a what a great story arc for our character. <laughs> yeah, way to go, writers. You yeah. did it. Love this guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh don't recommend Snake Eyes. Don't recommend. <laughs> I really do not recommend it. I don't know. Is there is there any um are there any silver linings for this movie? Is there anything you liked about it that you recommend? Uh we got Shaolin Grandma in this movie. I thought that was hilariously stupid. Oh, I don't know. what is that? Uh Oh, I so this. I was listening to an old episode uh-huh. where we were trying to find some Japanese films, and one of them was called Shaolin Grandma, which is weird. Because yeah, I, I remember. I vaguely film. remember that. What does it have to do with uh, Snake Eyes? That's a part. Remember I'm, I'm that the head of the clan, this old Japanese woman, is beating everybody up with two fans. Oh, oh, oh my God! My memory is not that good. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah, yeah they, oh have, my, a, they yeah. have an old japanese woman mm-hmm. you know being a competent fighter and and oddly enough <laughs> like her her fight scenes have like the the least amount of shaky cam like they're just <laughs> shot very statically uh yeah like, i guess i guess she was given 
the the you know the golden treatment from the action choreographer in this movie. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I, I okay. That for that reason alone, that's enough reason to go watch Snake Eyes. I guess. <laughs> um, let's talk about something that's a little bit uh, more, a little bit more enjoyable. Uh, like we were, we kind of gave Hydra a little bit of intro. I guess this is our action segment, so follow us on Patreon for this portion. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. And, and that's Hydra, I guess, right? Yeah, isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of weird, but... Uh... Oh, oh, oh. One thing I wanted to, to, to ask you. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's, this is... I, I thought this because maybe stylistically they did something I thought was weird. Mm-hmm. Do you think there was some sort of supernatural or superhero element going on in this film? What do you mean by that? So there is two characters who face uh have a face off with you know with their guns out at each other oh and the one character it looks like he dodges bullets he dodged a bullet with relative ease that was that doesn't fit this movie yeah that that's why i was getting confused i was like oh i hate this stuff like like this this is just just detracting from it the fact that that guy was able to dodge a bullet it, it stuck out like a sore thumb. It shouldn't the, have been here at all. The fact that he dodged the bullet, he shot the other guy and then ran away, and then the movie ends. And then we never hear from them again. Yeah, that's and what I meant when when I said before, like, oh, I think there might be sequel baiting with that stuff. <laughs> I don't think there's enough material to sequel bait. It just legitimately feels like there's like two more scenes that are missing from this movie. <laughs> and like there's, right. it, it just feels like the movie was literally setting up just enough to wrap it up in a scene or two. And like, you don't need any more than that. Um, I, I, again, the movie's only 77 minutes long. So yeah, there's no reason for there to be a sequel. Um, yeah, it's a shame because I, I, I like, but that doesn't change the fact that I do like this movie. I think it's, it's well, well worth it to go check out. Um, what was the other movie we talked about today? Even though we talked about it less than 50 minutes ago. Uh, well, if you are listening to the non-Patreon version, you might think we talked about Snake Eyes more because we complained about that a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. in our action breakdown, uh, I think we went almost an hour talking about Hydra. Even though... When we thought we when we when thought it wasn't even going to be a, you know worth a whole episode. That is true. That is true. Although in terms of full length, uh, this kind of all both adds up to our typical episode length so sure yeah, yeah you can look at it that way um yeah listen to us on patreon if you want to hear our full thoughts on hydra a movie with two fight scenes that collectively are eight minutes long and we talked about for an hour <laughs> so <laughs> that's how an hour yeah we, we talked yeah. To, talked about it a lot i yeah, I, I've, yeah. I've i've been wanting to talk about this movie mm-hmm. uh, i was i was hoping it would be good it delivered on the fights for me anyway right yeah Okay, so I guess we can kind of elaborate on that. Um, I I agree. I think I'm. I like the the pacing of the movie in the weirdest way because 
I don't know. I, I usually, uh, for me, I think the movie just caught me on a good day because I, I uh, for me, slow burn movies, I just have to be in the right mood for them. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm only human, right? So, like, everyone has their moods and such. So, uh, I think I got this on a, a particularly good day where I could just sit down and appreciate the slow, drawn-out, like, uh, pacing of the film. It really isn't much of a story for a lot of the movie. It's just peop- the lay- day in the life of people working at a bar with the skeezy uh, patron who goes there trying to roofie people. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, that's, like, the first... 40 minutes in the movie and then the second then then the rest of the movie is a completely different experience um you think that these this would be kind of off-putting but i i generally just enjoyed it for some reason uh and yeah of course the action's worth it um like i think okay because i everything i just said uh you you might be like me. You might be in a good... You just have to be in a mood to enjoy a slow burn like this movie. Um, especially since there's not much story to it. Uh, but regardless of however you want to look at it, the action is undoubtedly worth checking out. I think... Check out both fight scenes. Uh, and if you had to choose one, obviously the second one is su- superior. But I'd say go check them both out. I think it's a very... It's an experiment in... Sh- in, uh, it's it's a good experimentation on on fight scene choreography and uh, action design that was well done and I think that like it's it's so unique I haven't seen many other films do it as well in execution as this movie so um, yeah zero your thoughts yeah I mean I as much as I was kind of getting bored with the movie like I still recommend it because the fights are just so good that. You can sit through 30, 40 minutes of people just kind of sitting around a bar. It's fine. <laughs> just watch the movie. This this comes with an extremely high recommend for me. Uh, if you listen to us on Patreon, I, you know, gushed, gushed a lot about the fight choreography, gushed a lot about what I thought really, really worked about this film uh, with the with the action anyway. And uh, I'm not kidding when I say, like, I think this is kind of like an evolution of fight choreography choreography for me personally anyway like the speed and just the way the performers are able to hit and dodge and weave in and out of their moves it it doesn't seem real so i'm just so surprised in what they were able to capture and i i hope that everybody just teams up again and gives us more fighting just give us more (laughs) fighting you know, yeah. a little better, better story, but more fighting, please, please. Sure, sure, yeah, um, definitely recommend then uh, for both our stances. So, can we say the same about snake? Uh, snake eyes. Snake eyes. I forgot the name of it. How can I forget? We have a snake theme going on today. What can you say the same about snake eyes? Uh, In any I capacity. Mean, uh, I mean, if you want to see someone drop the ball then <laughs> check out snake eyes i don't know I, I i'm trying not to be so hard on it but like when you oh, uh... when you have so like okay when you have a hollywood budget and you see what they did and we you look at hydra and you see what they did you know hydra has no budget you can yeah. mm-hmm. you can see that of it's course. intentionally you know very low low key because you know they don't have the money for stuff Mm -hmm. it's it's like what happens you 
Like, how does this movie best it in almost every way yep. when you have A-list actors, you have, like, you know, really good fight choreographer, uh, writer, director? No. But Hollywood budget. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, like it's not even fair how how much better this movie is with, with you know, a, a much smaller, uh, you know, money to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be... I'm trying to find like the the one thing that I liked about Snake Eyes, and the I, I told you uh, the first time before I watched this movie, I I couldn't, I, I had to stop it. <laughs> like I think that was the, maybe that I wasn't in a good mood for that movie in that particular day, so I stopped it, came back to it, started from the beginning, and I was about to quit. <laughs> so this movie just has a certain effect on me. I'm like, nope, I I just can't do it. It's just it's not engaging in any ways. Um, I think, wow, like I can't believe I'm going to make this complaint about this movie versus Hydra, which has you know, a very bad example of it. But Snake Eyes, like, it, I don't feel like it paces out the action very well. Uh, that's another complaint that we didn't talk about before. There's like a, a certain segment of the movie. It's like 30 minutes of no action at all. And it's really boring. And I don't care. They're like giving a lot of exposition and, and trying to develop these characters. and But none of, no one's doing a very fantastic job. The writer, the performances—it was all very wooden. But we're we're past all that. I'm, I try, <laughs> this is what happens when I try to find something positive about Snake Eyes. I'd say go watch it if you want to know the rest of the GI Joe universe. I don't know. Like otherwise, yeah, yeah skip it. It's completely skippable. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I liked Andrew Koji losing his shit at the end of the movie. That was kind of <laughs> funny, but. You don't, I don't know, like the, his character. Ah, I, I'm not gonna get into it. It's just, yeah, <laughs> it, it's probably it's, something with the lore of GI Joe. I don't care about, and I don't know anything right. about. So you know what? I'll give it this. Snake Eyes, like it, it's like a Sunday afternoon, Saturday afternoon watch, mm, okay. or it's like a movie at a bar, right? It's, <laughs> okay. it's something on you don't you don't pay attention to. But when you look up, you you know you can you know you can kind of enjoy the yeah. story maybe. Like I didn't I didn't I didn't hate the story. It was just fine for me. Right, I was right. just disappointed with the execution of the action, considering the pedigree that they got from mm-hmm. the martial arts you know action community to work. Right, with. right. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. It's a complete disappointment. And uh, that that wraps up our snakes theme. Oh wait, we forgot to mention the other uh, snakes theme movies. Uh, we got uh, Anaconda. We got snakes on a plane. We got oh, we have a lot of snake movies at the cover now, zero. So we gotta do a, set, a part two of snake movies. Well, I think if we just stand still and don't move, we would be impervious to snakes because that's how you defeat the anacondas and snake eyes. You're not supposed to move. Oh, oh yeah, no, you're supposed to be right of heart, or you have to like have a pure heart. Remember that? All right. Well, I watch way too much porn, so I am, I am not at all <laughs> no sure. <worries>. All right. <laughs>